As you prepare for retirement, you'll be faced with many important choices. We want you to make the right ones. Welcome to Financial Choices Matter with Charles Scott. Charles is an accredited investment fiduciary. He's well-equipped to help you make sound financial decisions. We want you to experience a meaningful retirement. On our podcast, we believe financial choices matter. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Financial Choices Matter with Charles Scott and myself. And we're going to talk about a little tough topic to uh, go this round. Eh, retirement and divorce, not exactly uh, the funnest of topics, but one that happens more and more. Charles, you know, a lot of people getting divorces, uh, what do they call them? Silver divorces or something yeah, like that? Yeah. Yeah. Great divorce. Great divorce. Silver yeah. divorce. Over yeah. 50 kind of thing. Yeah. 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 And I'm 50, you know, so uh, not that that's on the radar, but still uh, it's, I was talking with somebody, Charles, who had some clients that came in uh, that were getting a divorce. They were over 70. They had been married like yeah. 50 yeah. years. Yeah. Uh, and But they still wanted the advisor to handle both of their retirement strategies. And I was like, well, I guess that's good. You got two clients out of it, but still. Yeah, just don't talk to one about the other. Uh, yeah, you know, but I guess it was amicable. <laughs> so anyway, how you doing, my friend? I am well, and you. Glad to, this is fun. You know, hot, hot in the summer here and yeah. uh, where you are too. And so, you know, we'll cool it off with some boring financial stuff. <laughs> I don't know if you hot hot divorce talk here. I don't know. Maybe, Ooh, you know. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but hey, look, it's tough going through it at any age, right? So yeah. obviously, it gets added to the component. Have you had to deal with this? By the way, have you had to work with some people who are getting a you know a divorce and and are closing Me? in on retirement? Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. You and Sherry had some clients. It's a little trickier as you get older, but yeah. I came. I mean, I've done. I was was a certified divorce planner for years and years and years. I mean, oh, I, that's taught, right. I taught. I forgot about that. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, I, no, I've done it. I, we we were doing it big time when we first moved to the valley here in, in nineteen. Well, good gosh, how long? Was it? <laughs> nineteen and uh, blah 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 blah. Yeah, something <laughs> something way back then. I've taught continuing legal education for the Arizona State Bar Association and for the Maricopa County Bar Association on financial planning and divorce. Well, looky so, there. Yeah, so hey, you, I are, kind of, you know, I used to know what I was doing. You were well suited for this topic then. Yeah, well, right. yeah, I, that's yeah. It's it, it was it was fun. Loved the clients. Yeah. Didn't particularly care for the attorneys because they screw it up, and yeah. I'll go into that a little bit. Okay. More. Well, let's let's jump in. So my first thing on the topic is is the house. And yeah. a lot of times what happens, especially if we're talking about uh, senior divorces, gray divorces, whatever they, the term is, if you're, let's say, 50 plus, right, and you're you know going to go through this, sometimes people think about choosing the house as it's a safety blanket, right? Maybe you've been there a long yep. time, you've raised yep. the kids there, and you yep. say, you know what, I just want the house. I don't care about the rest of it. That may not be the best decision for you. It's rarely, if ever, the best decision. Okay. And it becomes, it becomes our experience has been, and all of the, my opinion, my opinions are based on our actual experiences, not just what I think it ought to be. Right. Most of the time, that's a the choice a wife is going to make. Uh, sure. Emotional the guy, attachment. The guy, the, guy, the guy, guy doesn't care. Yeah. I'll buy but a house anywhere. Really, yeah. 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 There are, but there are some significant financial options that you have to pay attention to. Okay. Um, and choices that you have to make. It's like the, the title. You know, you could change the title. Do you own the house free and clear? Because you've also got a mortgage. Right. You can you can transfer title to the other spouse, but the mortgage company's never going to let one of you off because you got a divorce. So you need to figure that one out. You know, oh, what you got to buy them out or something, then, huh? Well, yeah, you have to refinance. Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, it's it's the same thing with a credit card. You've got to, you can't you just know, call you, them up and say, "Hey, t- take this yacht." Hey, we've got an horse. Yeah, take him off. Would you please? Yeah. Uh, they, they won't. Why? Would they, they don't go for a, that. Okay. Uh, why would they give up? You know, a, a source of, of potential financial payment if you can't make it. You just need to understand the options. Taxes. Who's going to pay? What What are the tax implications are going to be if you then decide to sell the house as a single person because you lose a capital gain? Everybody gets each party gets $250,000 of capital gain, which is the gain over the, what you paid for the house and any improvements you put into the house. And you, you know, for a married couple, it's a half a million dollars. It's half of that for a single couple, for a single couple, for a single person. Mm-hmm. So you've got to factor that into it too. And you're offsetting things that are, you know, you've got to play the tax ramifications of, is it this a taxable thing? Is this always tax deferred? How do I play all that? So the house, the house can be fairly simple to figure out because there's not a lot of moving parts to it, but there's enough parts that you need to know yeah. how they fit. You know, I wonder if this current housing environment, Charles, changes that narrative just a hair because the the prices are just ridiculous, right? Oh, yeah. Through yeah, the it roof. Will. So therefore, yeah. you could, therefore, you know, force it saying, hey, we're getting divorced. I wanted to keep it, but hey, let's just sell it because we're going to make a lot more. Uh, and then have to split that, you know, or whatever. Yeah, yeah we may is. be able to keep more out of it than we would yeah. otherwise. Yeah. yeah. Just because you're going mean, to offset that, you're going to offset that value with something else. So you've got to have all the parts. Again, it's all the pieces of the puzzle. You have to look at all of them and say, this is a good idea, but does it yeah. become a bad idea on the other side of the equation? Well, so, okay. So, you yeah. know, definitely choosing the house over other financial assets may not be the best move, as Charles said, really is. So let's talk about some of those other financial assets then. Sure. The tax implications maybe of the retirement funds, you know, so yeah. maybe you've got multiple, um, I don't know, but there's some, there's some, uh, there's some Roths and there's some traditionals yeah. and you're kind of like, Hey, well, I'll take one, you take the other. Well, or whatever the case might be. Think yeah. about that. Right. Yep. Yeah, no, you've got to you've got to know that because again, it's it's more the tax situation than the value situation, and you you don't you don't want to let the tax tail wag the dog all the time in a divorce like this. But at the same time, you have to be very cognizant of what's there. We always put things in two columns: one for the husband, one for the wife, and then what are the taxable assets? What are the tax deferred assets? What are the never going to be taxed assets if there were some of those? And you know, and then then try to get it so that it comes out as close to even Stephen as you possibly can. And okay. it's just looking at all of the things, but understanding, just understanding again, what, if I do this, then what is the impact on me in the future? Because if it's a Roth, there's no future tax implication. If it's traditional uh, IRA or 401k, then there are significant tax implications. So, you know, it's, it's half of this is understanding or maybe more in fact is understanding the tax implications of what you're going to do. Yeah. And I think definitely a ta- a team, we, we tend to think of, you know, it's stressful, it's emotional, right? We, we get our divorce attorney, whatever the case is, but yeah. it probably behooves you, yeah. especially if you're closing in on retirement. Again, we're talking like a 50 plus retirement here to get a financial advisor as well. If you don't have one, cause it gets just a lot more sticky. And attorneys don't know as much about this as this part, they yeah. think they do. Right. They just don't, especially when you've got some nuances that you haven't thought about. You need somebody that's now, now called certified divorce financial analysts, but you know somebody that's been trained to do this. Yeah. So. Okay. Uh, well, talk to me about a, a QDRO. So rolling a spouse's retirement account uh, <laughs> into an IRA immediately after divorce, that's, that's a thing, right? Oh, yeah. It's a quadro. Okay. Qualified domestic relations order. Yeah, there's some of the things you have to do. The quadro is only the legal document 
that ERISA requires if you're going to divide up a tax. Is that like a judge says boom thing kind of thing? Well, the judge signs off on it, but this oh, okay. is, the, the, the reality of it is a quadro is written to – there's a property settlement agreement and a quadro. Mm-hmm. The property settlement agreement is the thing that divides the properties. Okay, right, sure. But in order – if you've got a tax-deferred account like a 401k plan, some 403Bs, anything that's governed by ERISA, mm-hmm. you have to have a qualified domestic relations order that goes to the plan – that tells the plan administrator, this is how we're doing it as per the property settlement agreement. Okay. So it's, and and a judge will sign off on it. And if you've got a good quadro attorney, then they are going to write it according to the way the specifics. Most 401k plans have some little variation in what they allow and don't allow it all, you know, so some have a little more flexibility than others, but they all have to follow ERISA law. And so you need somebody that knows how to do that. Okay, because so because I thought there yeah. was the one time opportunity you could pull money, like when you're divorcing and you're if you're well, under the fifty nine and a half, you can pull money from your spouses without that penalty thing. Yeah, it depends on what you're going to take it out for. If you're going to take it out to pay for attorney's fees, you can just write two quadros. Oh, okay, all right, I'm with you now. Because the attorney can get paid out of the four hundred one k plan. Aha. Thank you for clarifying that. Oh, no, 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 no. Because this is one of those little tiny things that most people have no idea you can do. So what would happen is I'm going to take the dollars that go to my spouse Mm -hmm. and the plan will cut a check payable to my spouse. And I'm we're also we agree that we're going to it's the joint idea of we're going to use this dollars to pay for the attorney's fees of what we've had to spend to do all of this. Gotcha. And the second check gets sent to the attorney from the plan. So it's they're two separate transactions but they have they go hand in hand with how you get the stuff out. Gotcha. And again, gotcha. And, again, and and you could ask 100 people and nobody would know this. <laughs> well, that's why that's why I'm asking you. <laughs> well, yeah. And I I could be making all this crap up too, but I'm not. So well, no, but, that, but that's your, what you have to have. Yeah, considering your your earlier claim about uh, you know, about teaching this stuff you know, once upon a time. So no, that's good. That's yeah. fantastic. So I'm really glad actually, because I was a little confused on that when I had some notes on it and I wasn't quite sure if I had those right. So I'm yep. glad you yep. kind of illustrated that for me. That's um, okay. That's, I mean, that's why you get paid the, that's why I get paid the medium dollars and you get paid the big bucks, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sure. We'll go with that. <laughs> you come on the show, uh, do, the, do the big, do the big bucks there. So no, yeah. good stuff when we're talking about because obviously it's a, it's a tough subject, right? So we're trying to add, oh, sure inject a little bit of uh, information as well as lightheartedness into something that is definitely going to be tough for people. And at the end of the day, that's where you're at. Your emotions can certainly cloud our decision making. I guess you could probably put this one right up there with the loss of a spouse, right? I mean, it's in a sense, it's uh, yeah. the same kind oh, of yeah. thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, maybe you're happy to be losing the spouse this way. Maybe you know the divorce is actually a good thing and is making you happy emotionally at some point, but you're still going through it mentally and you got to kind of figure some things out and you're dealing with all that. So it's really advisable to to get a coach. I mean, to get someone to talk oh, to because yeah, it, it, yeah. the tax bracket too, like you said, you're, you're also not a, not only this, the other stuff you covered as far as the assets, but you're now going from married filing jointly. Let's say again, we're talking. Let's talk a you know a thirty year you know say marriage because you're a senior yeah. or you're close to oh, senior. Yeah. Now you're going down to a single tax status, much like if you yeah. lost a spouse, right? So there's yeah. a lot of little things like that. Oh, absolutely. You do need mental health coaching. You need to be working with a mental health counselor. You need to have somebody that's going to tell you you're not crazy. And, you know, and you need a financial coach, which is what we've been talking about me doing. Right. Because again, it helps you get through all of this and come out in a better place. 
obviously financially, if you can, Hopefully, but certainly right. then emotionally and mentally to know that, yeah, we did the right thing. We did, you know, we did it. If you can have an amicable one, and we have had many, 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 That's I've great. worked with husbands and wives at the same time going through a divorce. Yeah. And all we, all my role was simply to get them to understand this is going to be the best for both of you. Yeah. I get that you don't want to live with each other anymore. Right. Um, but don't be stupid. Don't destroy stuff because you're well, mad at the Well, that's other a person. great point, Charles. And I think that was back to the house conversation. Sometimes you're so hurt or frustrated, you go, you know what? I just want rid of you. Just give me this and get out. Right. Yeah. And, that's a, that's a, yeah and I have said, stop, 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 stop many, right. many times. Yeah. You're kind of, you could be Don't shorting yourself. Uh, just try to find a, that happy ground, that middle ground, I should yeah. say. Yeah. And I think the other key point to this, too, is don't forget about the credit card. Oh, good point. Because credit card companies don't care you got a divorce. If you're both on <laughs> an account. They don't care either, right? They're not going to forget. After, yeah. They're coming after both. Of, we, were, we were teaching a, a class one time. I remember I know exactly where the guy was sitting, and I know exactly what library conference room we were in when I was teaching this class. Mm-hmm. And the guy's over on the side, and he said, my wife, we just, you know, we separated, and I have just found out that she's run up $100,000 in credit card debt since we separated. Am I liable? And I said, yeah. And he just turned white. I thought he was going to throw up. Mm. I mean, uh, and you're both liable. The credit card company doesn't care. They don't care. Yeah. No, not at all. Not but, by, no, that's my, a great they have, point. They have, two, they have two people to go after. If you divide the credit card debt in the property settlement agreement, I'm going to take the MasterCard debt, and you're going to take the Visa debt. Okay, that makes perfect sense to both of you. Credit card companies don't care, right. and they're not obligated to follow it. They're going to come after both of you all the time. Good point. Well, yeah. there you go. So, so good, you know, good conversation here about retirement and divorce, especially getting one closer to retirement. A little bit different oh. than when we're doing it at twenty-five or thirty-five yep. or something like yep. that. So, uh, you know, again, sit down and, and seek some professional help. Obviously, not just an attorney. Uh, reach out to Charles if you've got some more questions or you need some help. Whatever the case might be, as as he's mentioned, he's got experience. Find him online at pelotoncapital.com. That's P-E-L-L-E-T-O-N pelotoncapital.com. And drop us an email if you like and that's how we're going to wrap up the show this week from fred over in phoenix he says charles i think we're at the bottom of this market and we'll finish way up as the year winds down we get to the fourth quarter i feel it's time to load up on some stocks since i'm buying you know since the price is down right Uh, he says do you agree what's your thoughts I am hopeful that you're right, Fred. I'm not sure that you are, but are you really asking me or have you already made up your mind? Yeah. Sure. What if you're wrong? I don't know. You can't. I don't know that you can time the market. I will tell you this. This has been an interesting first six months of the year. Oh, yeah. Uh, we just sent out notice to all of our clients that these first six months of the year are the worst for the Dow Jones and for the S&P 500. These are the worst six months of the the beginning of a year since 1970 for the NASDAQ, the tech Ouch, yeah. in, index, it's never been this bad. It's been around less time than the S&P and the Dow, but it's never been this bad for the first six months. This is the worst first six months in over 50 years. And yet it's still weird, right? Because at the time we're taping this, it's still over 30 on the Dow. So, I mean, it's still could be pretty decent number at the time we're taping this. Well, yeah. no, 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 that, but I don't ever, I have no idea. I know, I never know what the number is. I just oh, yeah, I just looked. What, I just like you were bringing No, no, it no, no, that's, yeah. no, I, I, I get that. Yeah, I know. And the economy's not that awful. 
there's other things that have come into but play. Even, but even with the inflation, so we're sitting there going, and that's why I think it's so hard for people to figure out what in the world to do about just about anything because we're in it. You know, many times we do say, we, we hear things like, well, we've been here before or, you know, this too shall pass and blah, blah, blah and all that kind of stuff. But we are truly in some really wonky because we've never oh, yeah. done the pandemic thing and the sheer number of no, money we dropped no. into it, right? Uh, Closing a globe. Yeah, I mean, no, look, yeah, yeah, $6 trillion, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, is you know pretty crazy since trump i just did this since trump took office and he's responsible for some of it also but that's when the pandemic you know started yeah it doesn't matter who's responsible we did it no no uh -uh. it's gone it's gone up like nine trillion dollars m2 money supply which is how you measure inflation I mean, it's it's inflation is a monetary phenomenon. It just flat out is. Yeah, the, the, I think the past when the government three dumps money into the system, M two grows and M two's yeah has gone up. I mean, just astronomically since COVID started. I think and the spending the, since two thousand, since basically right before you know, right before the uh, you know terrorist attacks on nine eleven, the spending since two thousand has been pretty off the charts, which is why we're at thirty trillion dollars. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. We were at five trillion in uh, about ninety nine. Right there, you go exactly. Yeah, so, no, 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 I know. Yeah, and that's doesn't matter who's in charge. They're they're, they're all. No, spending. it really doesn't matter who's in charge. No. I just got a chart from the uh, St. Louis Federal Reserve Bank. They they all this. spend, even when they say big, you know, big spending yep. is not yep. on our yep. ticket. Yep. They still no. spend. Yeah, yeah, they do. They just do, and and it's it's a fact you have to live with, and you have to adjust for it, and it just makes things crazier than they need to be. So how do you pay it back? Well, you pay it back probably through the taxes. We've talked about that. We all uh-huh. we all feel like taxes are going to go up. We don't know what's going to happen. This is a long way to get back to Fred here, but so you know, <laughs> I, was so, thinking, I was thinking the same thing. So, Sorry, Fred. So for, yeah, but so Fred, do you know if you feel that way? I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess the biggest piece to your question, I would ask Charles then, since he's the financial pro, is if you're going to take the chance and load up on stocks, is it stuff you can afford to lose if you're wrong? I think that's the absolute perfect way to do it, and just be thankful you didn't buy a Bitcoin. Yeah. If you can lose it, if you're wrong, then okay. Yeah. yeah. I'd nibble. If it won't make you go to Vienna sausages versus steak. Well, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I got, I got no crystal ball. Mine is yeah. just as foggy as everybody else. Yeah, exactly. Although, Hey, Vienna sausages but, can be good sometimes. So I'm not, I'm staying out of that one. <laughs> I'm not stepping it, stepping into that. I always of, like talking to whatever you. kind of meat that is. That's, I don't I don't, who knows, right? <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's that's they still a, have a little pop top. They pop still have to a pop can. top. It's a okay. thing with my daughter and I. Like we we, she just loves. <laughs> she always loved those things growing up. We'd send them to camp with her. She oh, just and we'd send them to college to her. Now she's got them in the navy. You know, I don't know what it is that kid loves those things, but okay. But there you go, Fred. So don't read, don't read the ingredients. That's right. Don't read the ingredients. <laughs> but hey, you know what? We try to talk about a lot of things. We try to keep the show a little bit entertaining and lighthearted, but also sharing some good information. So yeah, you know, you might be right, Fred. You might not be, but I think the biggest takeaway is just make sure it's money that you could afford to lose if you're wrong, yeah. because it can't be your yeah. retirement, right? Nope, Don't bet be. your retirement on it. You wouldn't go to Vegas and bet your retirement on something. So yeah, all on black, all on black. There you go. Hey, cause financial choices matter. And that's the name of the podcast. And Charles and I are going to get out of here this week. Before we do though, Charles, how did the event go that you just had? Oh, they were fun. We had a, we had nice turnouts. I thank all the people that came. And, you know, these are just the first of several we're going to be doing going forward. We're going to be doing adding some webinars to the mix. And I'll be sure and let all of you know. People thought the information was absolutely fabulous because Fantastic. there's stuff they hadn't really ever heard before. And 
it's just presented in a way that gives them hope, shows them all kinds of variations in how you can actually do some of this stuff. How do you, how can, if you're going to have to have long-term care some point in the time and statistically you are, how do you pay for it in a creative and, and very personalized way? So it was good. We're going to keep doing them. So Fantastic. we'll keep telling you about them. That's awesome. Well, we'll let you know as the different events come up, and we're going to get out of here this week on the podcast, but thanks for hanging out. Don't forget to subscribe, Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Stitcher, whatever platform you like to use for podcasting needs. Just hit the little heart button. Most of the time it says heart, I think, or follow or something like that uh, to subscribe to the podcast. That way you get future episodes as well as you can check out past episodes. You can find all the information as well if you'd like or reach out to Charles, who is a fiduciary advisor at his website, pelotoncapital.com. That's pelotoncapital.com. For Charles Scott, I'm Mark Killian. We'll see you next time here on Financial Choices Matter. Financial planning and investment advisory services are provided by Peloton Capital Management Limited, a state-registered investment advisor. Past performance is not indicative of future results. No one should assume the information presented here serves as a receipt of or substitute for personalized individual advice provided by Peloton Capital Management. For more information, visit www.pelotoncapital.com.